Welcome to the AAK Podcast, the Average African Kid Podcast. This is the first in the video format episodes of the podcast, so we're going to see how this works out. And a lot has been happening in the world, and with America in particular. So what we're going to be looking at today is to see how the U.S. election affects Africa. And let's we can actually start with Nigeria as a case study. So I'm just going to be going through some, some new, new news feeds um and we're going to be checking it out to see exactly what's happening in the with with Nigeria Nigeria in the US election okay what nigerians can learn from the election um so of course you have the senators the nine nigerian contests for office in america and you have a few senators that won oye owolewa and esther agbeji they they also contested these guys won in their in America, but again, they're really Americans that have Nigerian origin. But anybody that's successful that Nigerians see out of the country, we kind of pull them back. Hey, these are our people. They are our people, but they are more also citizens of that particular country. If it makes any particular sense, what I'm trying to say. Okay, so now that we know that, um, we have. I, I want to look particularly about how Trump. Supporters in Nigeria are are reacting to this particular election results. Cause so let's 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 take a look at the news and see what they go. So Biden signs executive actions on COVID and climate change. So the things are already changing there. Um, Trump is popular in Nigeria despite visa ban, which is kind of interesting. Um, let's look through. Scorned by Trump, many Nigerians love him all the same, which is really interesting. Like, it's a very funny dynamic why Nigerians like Trump. I mean, some people like Trump because they just want to see the spectacle of America, how they're all being bamboozled left and right. Others like Trump because they think he's saying the right thing. Others think he's the son of God or he's like the like a prophet or something that that um. Is taking away purging the land of its sins. Something, something weird. That's also in America anyway. So, Trump is a very polarizing figure. One of the most polarizing I have seen in my lifetimes. Because people have such diverse opinions about Trump. So you see, the, let's go over to this news feed. D- Donald Trump is um, on Tuesday hailed a parade by his supporters. Describing it as a great honor. Okay, this is an earlier feed. This was a feed in November 3rd in 2020 where um, Nigerians, they staged a parade, a protest for Trump on the streets. That's that's wild. Like, this, this man has some levels. Like, in Nigeria, people are campaigning for him. <laughs> that's, that's insane. So, um, those are the things happening with Trump. Um, one new thing is that people are, they're making an Ashwabi for Trump. Ashwabi is like a native material that has um, different colors, um, different patterns and designs, but it's uniform. But it's supposedly one with his name on it, his his face on it. Nigerian, let's try this out. Trump native. Let's see. Um, if it's true or if they have any pictures about it online. I don't see any pictures so far. Maybe Twitter is a, is a spot to be doing all this searching. Maybe Twitter has 
some more juicy information that we can share on there because so far no nothing seen there as it is um let's let, let let's just type this out trump and nigeria um Okay, in the impeachment process, or several court orders could have been made so as to delay or stop the impeachment process so that it may eventually die down. Blah, blah, blah. People are what, sad that this is how it ended. Anyway, the movement is still alive. Okay. Another one. There are no separation of powers in Nigeria. Take a look at the situation where Donald Trump felt the election was rigged and took it to the courts. I don't have the strength to go into details, but if you know the story, you agree that U.S. courts are independent. Yeah, it, it shows the U.S. courts are a lot more independent. Like, if this kind of situation happens in Nigeria, like where the, the sitting president says that he does not want to step down after an election, there's going to be blood. There's going to be people fighting, like there was in America, but there's going to be more violent protests and um, because... The courts are not independent of the the government. Like the courts are a piece of the government, but America showed here that they have some integrity in their democratic system, where the courts were not be able to be bought by the president, even though the president was the one who appointed most of the judges on that court, Supreme Court. It's it's really a very a telling tale that says that um, things are. Are a bit different. Okay, so so and this is a tweet by President Biden. There's no time to waste when it comes to tackling the crisis we face. That's why today I'm heading to the Oval Office to get right to work, delivering bold actions and immediate relief for American families. Wow, um, Joe Biden is already on his way. So let's see how many um, followers um, Joe Biden has. Um, let's see how many people are. How how does it work? Hmm. 25.72 million followers. And Trump is out of um, Twitter, obviously, so there's no comparison there. Um, and Biden is like, but wearing masks isn't a partisan issue. It's a patriotic, it's as patriotic, it's a patriotic action that can save countless lives. That's why I signed an executive order today issuing a mask mandate on federal property. It's time to mask up America. Wow. So meaning that now, if it's actually illegal not to wear your mask in on federal property. Now, he couldn't establish it every single place, obviously. In churches, too, everywhere. So that's I think that's a, it's a good mandate. Everybody should wear their masks. It doesn't depend on them. But people might try to break that law. But let's, let's go back to Trump again and how his... Um, maybe I should just... Yeah. And how his line of thinking and how all the things he does is going to affect Africa. There are presidents who are sitting in. So let's go to African dictators. Let's leave this page open. There are sitting presidents in Nigeria, in, sorry, not Nigeria, in Africa, um, that, that do not want to leave. Um, so let, let's take a look at some of the, let's try this out. African dictators have been losing some power. Um, Okay, so it's, it's, a, it's an article talking about the massive influx of peace and loss of power. But let's, I don't really want to go into that. I just want to give some examples of some African dictators that existed. Um, let's, yeah, that's a good example. Um, Francisco Machias Quimca of Equatorial New Guinea. Those are ancient, like he died a long time ago. But they're current dictators 
in the world we live in right now. Um, Robert Mugabe of Zimbabwe, yeah. He has been supposedly in office. He was in prison for 10 years, from 1964 to 1974. And when he was released, he went to Mozambique to create a rebel force to start the Rhodesian Bush War. He won the election for prime minister in the 1980s and became prime minister when Zimbabwe gained its independence. As soon as he came into the power, he started to consolidate it by creating a single-party state and employing a North Korean-trained security force to deal with dissidents. In December of 1987, he declared himself president and consolidated all powers of the state and gave himself the power to dissolve the parliament and declare martial law. Wow, that's some in- impressive stuff. Mugabe continues to win presidential elections due to widespread corruption and fraud. In the 2002 and 2008 elections, it was known that Mugabe built torture camps to punish anyone that would support his opponents. Many believe that the fraud and corruptions are the only reasons that Mugabe remains in power, as he has driven a once economically successful country into ruin. Zimbabwe was the highest unemployment, has the highest unemployment of an African country with about 70% unemployment. Wow. While his personal fortune does not seem like much compared to some of the other dictators in Africa, in a country of a GDP of $953 at $10 million net worth is staggering. A country with a GDP per capita of $953, a $10 million net worth is staggering. It's estimated that the country loses $1 billion of its $13 billion GDP in corruption every year. Most of his corruption comes from his desire to consolidate power and rig the election so that he can stay in power indefinitely. Even after agreeing to a power-sharing arrangement and trying to appease the international community, he's still known for looting the diamond deposits and killing or torturing his opponents. So um, we have other ones like um, Tedoro Obang Ngma Mbasogo. Wow. I should be able to pronounce this thing better. Tedoduru te, te Obiang Nguma Mbasogo of Equatorial Guinea. Maybe I miss, I butchered it. And when you look at these kind of people, um, Omar Al-Bashur of Sudan, um, these are all dictators that are in our present world. And it's so, incre- so interesting because... They see the American dynamic. They see what Trump did and how he almost staged a revolution in his country. And this is actually going to give a stronger mind to to them and make them feel like, oh, it's impossible to um, overthrow a leading president. Like they will restage what Trump has staged in their countries for the dollar line, which is sad. But right now... The world is just trying to take a breather from all America has been giving us for the past four years. It's been a lot of persistent battering, binging, babbling, dabbling, babbling, blah, 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 blah. And now we can actually take a break because for now, at least for the next few days, the media is going to give us some reply from Joe Biden. All of a sudden, then we're going to get all the the counter media with you. Like, oh, Joe Biden did this, Joe Biden did that, which we expect to see from any American election because it's two parties really fighting against each other so we expect to still see that in the days to come in the years to come but we expect to see a lot less of it so in conclusion the african um, reaction to the american reaction is is kind of bipolar people are really happy that um, trump is gone others are really sad and they're like trump was supposed to win the election it was stolen from him he's gone now 
And we have to just watch to see how it affects our relations with the rest of the world. And we have to keep building ourselves little by little. So if you're a small businessman, keep growing. If you're a big businessman, keep growing. If you're an influencer, if you're in the politics, keep working because it's possible to grow. It's possible to, to get to a point where we actually exceed where we are right now. So, okay, that's all I have for you for now and take care. Okay, that was the first video episode and let's stop for there.